Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. Within a month, we got a suspect. You're charged with murder. We know who you are. And eventually you're going to get caught. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. And I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. It's been nearly four decades since police in rural Maine made a horrifying discovery. The description of what happened is enough to send chills through your body. A baby, just minutes old, left to freeze to death in a northern Maine gravel pit. But Maine State Police have announced they now have a suspect behind bars. And in Texas, an update in a case we covered last month as investigators are searching for the man they say killed 24-year-old Felicia Johnson. What happened to Felicia Johnson? Where is her body? Where is the Houston man police say murdered her? Questions haunting a heartbroken family who are desperate for answers. Our first case today has to do with a horrific discovery in Maine over four decades ago now. Will, take us through that discovery back in December of 1985. So this was December 7th of 1985, and a child's body was found dead in Frenchville, Maine, after a dog found the newborn child and carried her less than 700 feet to his owner's home. So the way this discovery was made was just truly awful. The owner called police after after noticing the, the body of this child. Frenchville, Maine is in far northern Maine on the Canadian border, and police there you know, obviously jumped into an investigation right away. Maine State Police were involved. They determined that the baby was abandoned in sub-zero temperatures at a, at a gravel pit in Frenchville. It appeared the baby had been born in the location of the gravel pit, although they couldn't determine if she had been born alive or not. But at the time, and in the years to follow, they didn't know the identity of the little girl And the investigation didn't lead to any suspects or answers. And for 36 years, she's just been known as baby Jane Doe. Talk a little bit more about what the investigation has looked like during that 36-year window. Who's been working this case? Well, over time, as is often the case with an investigation like this that spans over years or decades, when investigators have retired or moved on, the case was handed down to new investigators. And they essentially have kept this one alive all this time. In fact, the father of one of the investigators on the case now was one of the original investigators working the case. Sergeant Charles Love is the father of Lieutenant Jeff Love, who now heads up the unsolved homicide unit. Here's Lieutenant Love talking about his father, who worked the case decades ago. You know, my hero started the case, and now I get to help a very small piece um, to help bring closure. He's excited to say the least. He remembers these cases Um, As all the retired detectives do, we've had several successes with these unsolved cases, and we'll have uh, several more. And when Maine State Police recently got money for two new unsolved homicide unit detectives, they actually used those resources for this investigation, at least some of those resources for, for this investigation. As we heard at the top of the episode, there's been an arrest in this case. Talk about what exactly led investigators to a suspect after all these years. It really came down to new scientific tools that we hear about 
all the time these days, genetic genealogy being the main one. So police had the baby's DNA after all this time, and they were able to make a match. That match led them to the baby's mother. 58-year-old Lee Ann Daigle, formerly Lee Ann Garrett of Lowell, Massachusetts. She was about 22 years old when the child's body was discovered. The case was the culmination of decades' worth of investigative work from dozens of now-retired and current detectives who never gave up finding answers and justice for baby Jane Doe. We want to use the best technology we can to help bring closure to these families. Here's New Center Maine's Chris Costa with more on the arrest. When police caught up to her outside her home in Lowell, Massachusetts on Monday morning, she did not resist, and with hours, she had waived extradition and was on her way back to Maine to face a charge of killing her newborn baby. An Aroostook County grand jury indicted her on the murder charge. In her first court appearance today, Daigle pleaded not guilty. Any questions about that charge, Ms. Daigle? No, I don't. Daigle is now in the process of having a lawyer appointed to her. Once that happens, there will be a bail hearing. She remains behind bars. It's, it's good that we can bring uh, resolution to the family um, and bring closure to, to a very tough case. Detective Pelletier and Lindsay have chased every lead and spent countless hours working and following up new leads that helped identify baby Jane Doe's mother. Reed, last month we talked about the disappearance of a young woman named Felicia Johnson in April of this year. A lot has happened since then. But first, remind us what we knew back on May 13th when we first talked about this case. Well, at that point, Will, it had been about a month since Felicia Johnson had gone missing. She was visiting Houston to celebrate her 24th birthday, and she was also reportedly planning to look for work while she was there. She was reported missing on April 16th. Her family ended up hiring a private investigator whom they say found Felicia's cell phone. It was covered in blood on the side of the road near a park called Bear Creek Park in Houston. And what we heard at the time was Felicia's father believed that she had disappeared while interviewing for a job at an adult entertainment club on the northwest side of Houston. But as you mentioned, there have been a number of new developments. And what's the next thing we would learn in this case? Since we last talked about this case, searches continued over the past month, but there was still no sign of Felicia. Then seemingly all of a sudden last Thursday, we learned about a suspect. And right now we are beginning with breaking news. Houston police say they're looking for the man wanted in the death of a California woman who went missing in Houston. HBD says Chukwabuka Nwabodo is charged with murder in the disappearance of Felicia Johnson. Johnson, last seen in Houston at the end of April. Her family says a 24-year-old came to Houston from San Diego last month looking for a job. HPD says Nwabodo picked Johnson up from her hotel in the medical center, took her to his apartment on South Richmond Avenue. Police believe he killed her inside his apartment before disposing of her belongings in Bear Creek Park. Police also believe he then disposed of her body a few days later. Her body has still not been found. Nwabodo has been charged but remains at large. Up until this point, the hope was, of course, that Felicia might still be alive. So this was devastating news for everyone who'd been out searching for her for the past two months. Quan LX, a community activist who'd been working with Felicia's family, said the news was, was of course, heartbreaking for the family. We need you young sisters to look at these cases like Felicia Johnson and realize that your life can be taken from you in the blink of an eye by some sick-minded individual. 
Reed, tell us about the search for this 28-year-old suspect who'd been charged, Chukuibuka Nuobodo. Right. So this is now not just a search for Felicia, but a search for the suspect investigators say killed her as well. Somebody out there has to know something. Where is Felicia Johnson, the 24-year-old from California, missing since April 16th? Now, Houston police saying she was murdered and Crime Stoppers Andy Kahn hoping someone will turn the suspect in. I'm just hoping that this particular defendant is still in the area. It looks like he grew up here. It looked like he went to schools, you know, in the Fort Bend uh, County area. It looked like he worked here as well. We also learned after investigators announced those charges that there was a $5,000 reward available for information that would lead to an arrest. Within a month, we got a suspect, you're charged with murder, we know who you are, and eventually you're gonna get caught. Earlier this week, we started learning some really disturbing details investigators say they've been able to uncover. Reed, walk us through the timeline they've laid out. So it starts with a more specific account of the last known whereabouts of Felicia Johnson. According to court documents, Johnson was last seen at the Intercontinental Hotel in the Medical Center in Houston, getting into an Uber that police say was ordered by Nuobodo. The Uber took Johnson to what they say is an old address of Nuobodo's, where police say he then picked her up and took her to his apartment. Then an hour later, Nuobodo's car was seen on surveillance video leaving the complex. And then at 5.12 a.m., Felicia Johnson's phone connected with a cell tower near the spot where family eventually found her phone in that park. A press release from Houston police says that evidence is indicated Nuobodo killed Johnson inside his apartment before disposing of her personal effects in Bear Creek Park, then disposing of her body at some point within the next few days. Police say they have receipts showing that Nuobodo took out money and purchased supplies over the next couple days, including trash bags, a flashlight, towels, and a mechanical saw. Then towards the end of April, police say that internet searches connected to his Gmail account show that he looked up things like, can bleach destroy DNA, how to be a serial killer, most forested part of Houston, and how to delete your history completely. Then on May 3rd, so this would be after Felicia's phone was found by her family, that account also searched for if police could check the phone records of a missing person or unlock a phone during an investigation. On May 13th, so by this point nearly a month after Felicia was last seen, Detectives got search warrants for Nuobodo's car and apartment. He was actually taken into custody during a traffic stop, but at that point wasn't charged and ended up being released. But a phone was seized from his front pocket, and court documents say that that phone contained a photograph of a dismembered female in addition to three photos of deceased individuals, but those individuals were not able to be identified. As for the searches of the car and the apartment, investigators say they found, quote, very strong support of Felicia Johnson's DNA in Wobodo's apartment. And they also say they found a gun, a knife, and a shovel in his car. But again, Reed, at this point, Nuobodo is not in custody and Felicia Johnson's body has not been located. That's right. And KHOU reporter Grace White spoke with the founder of search and rescue organization, Texas Search, about the now ongoing search for Felicia. I think we got work to do. And we're ready to do it. It was Texas EquiSearch volunteers that found Felicia Johnson's purse in Bear Creek Park, close to where Johnson's family found her cell phone. And although Houston police believe the 24-year-old was murdered, they still have not found her body. Bear Creek Park, it's thick in areas. There's some little roads that go off. There's some little areas that would be simple to pull in and dump something and get out without being seen. Tim Miller says his volunteers stand ready to search again. The suspect 
Chukuibuka Nuobodo is charged with murder, but still on the run. We actually didn't even do call-outs for all of our members because we didn't want the possible suspect to know where we were searching or what we were doing. My fear is now that, uh, and hopefully I'm wrong, this is one of them cases where she's never going to be found. And again, there is that $5,000 reward available, and anyone with information is asked to call Crime Stoppers at 713-222-TIPS. That's 713-222-8477. All right. Our thanks to Grace White at KHOU in Houston, Texas, for her help on this case, and also New Center, Maine, in Portland, Maine. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here Monday through Friday, five days a week. And for Vault Studios, along with Reed Redmond, I'm Will Johnson.